I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. It's kind of sad that we're almost done with our positional power rankings. We still have the coaching staff. And the, the kickers and punters. Long snappers. <laughs> we're not doing that one. You're still going to have to convince me harder to do the kickers and the punters one. Maybe we'll do that like for a 10-second little wrap-up. We'll do a rapid fire. Like number 10, number 9, number 8, number 7, number 6, number 5. I can name you one long snapper ever. Greg Warren, who was on the Steelers <laughs> for like 15 years. I mean, Christian Kuntz. Right Christian now. Kuntz, Come right? On. Who's just resigned. And I can bad. name Cal Adamitis because he was a pit player who now long snaps for the Bengals. So there there's go. two for me. There's my number one and my number two. Okay. On my power I got Greg here. Warren, who's been retired for like seven years. That's number three? Yeah. That sounds good. Today's, we're talking about the big boys up front on the defensive side of the ball. We're talking defensive linemen. In this edition of... It's got to be the ugliest one we do. Love it. I love it. All right. Some of these big dogs that I didn't make it to my top 10. We're sorry. Just didn't make the cut. Please don't, don't come be mad us. at me. Don't beat us up. Jonathan Allen, number 11. Okay. Kenny Clark, number 12. Okay. DJ Reader, division okay. foe, coming in at number 13. Here's a guy that I think can really shoot up boards this year. Christian Wilkins from Miami. I think he can fly up oh, into this top ten. You're telling me. And then a little tip of the cap veteran respect for number 15, Mr. Fletcher Cox. I like Fletcher Cox on that list. All right, my JDQ MTC, of course, just three names on my list. I have Christian Wilkins at 11. He's going to be good, dude, like really good. I got Grady Jarrett right behind him at 12. Okay. And I got Deron Payne at 13. Commanders have... He's got a teammate on my top 10. And I Jonathan Allen in my JDQ MTC. Right. So, I mean, they got some Yeah, they got some dudes. In Washington. I mean, we know their, de- their defense is the reason they, they won in 2020, right? That tw- The COVID season. If they had a good quarterback, they'd probably consist- <clears throat> yeah. be one of the more consistent teams in the Absolutely. past couple of years. Mm-hmm. They, they have pieces there to win. And I mean, do, you're telling me... Without a good quarterback. Tell that to scary Terry McLaurin. <laughs> All right, number 10 for me. Okay. You just mentioned him in your JDQ MTC. This is where I have Grady Jarrett checking out. All right. Grady Jarrett was, I think, in top fives last year. Yeah, I think um, so, too. It's just so tough to stay on the map when you're playing for a team as bad as the Falcons. Right? Uh, who else do we um in our uh, safety rankings? 
Oh no, it was AJ Terrell in the corner. AJ Terrell in the cornerbacks. Right. Both of those guys. Kind of yeah, right. Both of those bit. guys. Um, he played all 17 games last year. He had six sacks. I mean, I don't think you can really say he was bad. He just wasn't his pro. He wasn't Grady Jarrett. Yeah. 20 or his All Pro form from 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 29 years old, going on 30, so he's going to be a little bit older now, but. Still a top 10 guy, a guy that I would love to have in the fold on my defensive line, and maybe he'll never get back into that top five kind of discussion again in his career, but he he certainly, I think, still has a few more years left in the tank of, of being a very, very productive defensive lineman. I agree. I mean, like, I, I had him right there, right there. Just kind of surprising to see him fall that far, but as you as you – said so yourself i mean it's hard to be great on that bad of a team all right my number 10 kicking off my top 10 list i think another guy that was a little bit higher on our list in years past but is fallen and maybe that was a result of the team kind of taking a step back overall this is where i have vita vea so overall a great player right not to be disrespected one of the just overall bigger dudes just a huge guy uh but for Tampa Bay, we saw that defense struggle. It wasn't the same defense as it was a couple of years ago. We we talked about at length uh, Levante David and, and Devin White in, in Tampa at their in, inside linebackers. But Vita Vea having that piece there alongside, I was kind of shocked to see that, that defense overall take the step back that it did in 2022. Yeah, I mean, he did have a career high in sacks last year. Vita Vea, and he had his only forced fumble in of his career last season for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, played 14 games out of a possible 17, so there was three games there that he missed with injury. But, yeah, I mean, he's just – I think what he really can bring to the table is not seen on the stat sheet. And really a lot of guys on this list are, are like that. Their impact goes beyond yeah. just what they put up stat-wise. They, they absorb blocks. They free up linebackers. They, they clean up in the running game and – and Vita Vea, again, you're kind of right with him being like the only fiddle on that defense. Not the only fiddle, but one of the guys that really had to carry the load defensively this year for the Buccaneers, a team that was meh to begin with anyway. So I, I could see why you dropped him off on your list like you did, um, but I still just I think he's a elite player at that position. I, I mean, the fact that you have Vita Vea up front – and they were outside the top 10 in rushing defense. What does I that tell you? Right. Everybody that, else was that bad? Or, or I don't know. Bad? I mean, like, I, I, you can't just say, like, one guy can't be, at, can't be to blame at all. I mean, Cam Hayward wasn't to blame right. for them being 32nd in rush defense two years ago. Right. He was trying right, his right, damn right, best right, right, to try to. They would have been 33rd if it mm-hmm. wasn't for Cam Hayward for that sure. year. They would have invented another team for sure. and dropped below them. They would have taken the XFL team or the team from the USFL or a college team and said, yeah, you're better than we are. All right, number <clears throat> nine on my list is another one of these guys that, you know, the stats don't really jump off the page for you, but if you watch him, his impact's undeniable. Uh, New York man, oh, a jet, okay. a giant, then a jet, then a giant again. This is where I have Leonard Williams checking in from the New York Giants. Not bad, not bad, not bad at all. Another, you were talking about Vita Vea, just six foot five, three hundred and two pounds for Leonard Williams. They uh, nicknamed him Big Cat. I can see why. Uh, he's made the Pro Bowl just once in his career, but again, stats don't really mean everything for nose tackles, defensive tackles. But he gets after the quarterback a lot for that interior spot. In twenty twenty, he had eleven and a half sacks for the Giants in sixteen games. 
six and a half in 2021. He did miss five games with injury last year. Only had two and a half sacks, so fell off a little bit there, but he's still an incredibly impactful player for that Giants defense and an anchor for a defensive line. So, yeah, not I, I, I think he could have been a little bit better. People maybe thought he was going, he was six overall pick in 2015. People thought he could have been an all pro caliber player, never reached that. But man, has he carved out a really strong career for himself in both New York sure. teams? Yeah, right, right. Uh, I like it a lot. I got one of his teammates a little further up on my list. Uh, oh. Teammate uh, for the Giants? Okay. <clears throat> teammate for the Giants. Okay. Okay. Is there some confusion there? Yeah, because I have a teammate, but it was from his older team. From the yes, older team. Yeah. No, I got I got, a, I got a New York guy in there. I guess we just went, you went one, I went the other. No problems at all with that. Um, moving on. My number nine guy. Again, a guy that has just been there for so long, similar to Villavea. And I just think there's so many guys, a lot younger guys, we should say, right? I think we're, we're kind of entering into this new era of younger defensive linemen. But one guy who's still kicking it and still doing very well. This is where I got DeForest Buckner. I'm DeForest Buckner at number eight. There you go. There you go. So, again, a veteran, been named to the All-Pro team multiple times in his career. It's just now he's getting a little bit older and these younger guys are getting a, are getting a little bit quicker. And I just think, all respect to him, he's still performing at a high level. I mean, obviously, that Indianapolis defense has its problems, but he's certainly not one of them. No, Similar to Vita in Tampa, right? They had The overall defense wasn't playing at the same level, but Vita wasn't the problem. No, and like I said, he's he's my number nine, or excuse me, my number eight pick mm-hmm. on this list. Uh, yeah, he's of course not the problem. He's been an all-pro first-teamer in Indianapolis uh, in 2020. He got that honor. Uh, was a pro bowler in 2021. You want to talk about consistency on the field. This right. dude never misses a game. He missed a game back in 2020 and a game in 2016. And other than that, he has played in every single game of his NFL career. He hasn't started all of them, but he has at least gotten a game in every single one of his but two. So, uh, and, and another guy kind of like um, Leonard Williams when he's healthy where – the stats do kind of show you how dominant he is. He's had multiple double, or he's had a twelve sack season in San Francisco. He had eight sacks last year for a bad Indianapolis team. Right. When you can get pressure up the middle from these guys, that helps your defense immensely. So, right. DeForest Buckner, uh, going on twenty nine years old, I, I still see a couple years of runway in his mm-hmm. future of being a borderline elite player at this position. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. So that was your number, number eight, eight guy. My number eight guy. This is where I have. Dexter Lawrence of the Giants. Yeah, I kind of thought about Dexter Lawrence, not going to lie. Okay. He should probably be in my JDQMTC at the very least. 25 years old out of Clemson. No the, big deal, though. The future, him and Kayvon, the future. Well, how about this? The line. fact that you have him, Kayvon, and Leonard Williams. And Williams to kind of be that leader. On all that three line. guys on that team playing at that defensive line. Yeah, I mean, it's no wonder they made the playoffs this year. Like, they're, It wasn't Daniel Jones' fault. Or Daniel Jones is doing. It wasn't sure. his fault that they didn't make. Like, he didn't hold him back either. But no. you're right. I mean, it was the defense. I mean, defense. we saw Dable come in and really add help out Daniel Jones the way he held out Josh Allen, but also provide some defensive identity. It was running team. game and defense. Yeah, that's how the Giants got themselves to the playoffs. Of course, and that's how the Giants will get themselves to the playoffs again next this year. year. And yeah. I think they probably will. I think it's possible. I, I, it's not. It's not. You know, I'm NFC not going to discount. I'm not going to discount a single team in the NFC this uh, year. Come on, we can think right now of a team we can discount right off the top of our heads. Come on, come on. There has to be. 
I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm oh just saying. Oh, my God. Like, I don't know if there is. Because you like the Packers chance, maybe. I mean, I'm not going to write them off. The Bears, maybe you're not going to write them Field, off? Maybe it clicks with Justin Fields this year. You have no idea which team's going to come out of the South? That's the thing. Like, I think all the South teams stink, but one of them's got to One win. of them has <laughs> to make the playoffs. Maybe the Cardinals. Maybe, maybe the Falcons. Maybe the Rams. Maybe the Falcons. I don't know, but the Rams are getting Stafford back. Like, right. And you like every team in the East now, too. But this isn't about those teams being good. We just don't know if they're not going to have things is... click, and there's no one really right. in the NFC that would stop them from getting to the right. playoffs. Right, 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 right. Uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think the Giants have a good chance there. Let's keep it New York, huh? Number seven for me. This is where I have Quinn and Williams. Oh, okay. In. Okay, I have a little bit higher on my list, but that's fair. God, I'm jealous of this guy. I'm yeah, jealous right. of having him. Uh, him and Sauce Gardner are going to team up for a deadly one-two punch up front and in the back on this New York Jets defense for a long time. Don't forget C.J. Mosley in the middle, too. As the veteran. Yeah, As the right. guy that can yeah, kind of yeah, just yeah. be been but they got, the I mean, we, we, we talk about that Jets defense. But I mean, Quinn and Williams had the breakout year last year. First team all pro, pro bowler, seventh well, in defensive player. Is it of the weird year. to call it a breakout year, like compared to Sauce? Because I guess Sauce just broke out when he. Sauce was a rookie. So Sauce like, just like broke out via the draft. I don't even know what to call it. Do you, like, it's not even like he, Sauce didn't even like break out. He was just always there. Like he just right. never, he was always arrived. Uh, 12 sacks for Quinn and Williams last right. year. Two forced fumbles. Four passes defended. Big old swat jumping mm-hmm. up there and blocking him down. 28 quarterback hits. Jeez. I think there's a reason why he was seventh in defensive player of the year voting. And now, obviously, the Jets are at a point now where he did this in a contract year. It was his fourth year on the team. Mm-hmm. Got to get him to a new... Uh, Got to invest money now into him, but he's worth the investment because... Um, when Aaron Donald hangs him up, when uh, Cam Hayward eventually hangs him up, and both of those are probably coming sooner than Chris Jones is getting a little long in the tooth as well, Quentin Williams might slide right into right. that number one spot when he hits his prime at like age 27, age 28, and those guys are all gone or not what they used to be. So him and Chris, Williams and Wilkins from Miami are the two young guns that I circle and say, these could be your new one and two once the, the old regime yeah. is on. Wilkins, both in our JDQ to see, but easily could be cracking. He was yeah. so good last year, especially later <clears throat> in the season. Like, he's going to become a force for that. He he could become the best player on that Dolphins defense. Yeah, even though they just went out and got uh, Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey, but for sure, he, I, he I would not He has potential to get to that. Yeah, point. right. Um, okay, so that was your number seven. Seven. All right, my number seven. Here we go. This is where I have Jonathan Allen. As I mentioned earlier, Commander's defense overall. Defensive line. The defensive front, you could say, because because Chase you remember Young's- too they had they went out and got Jamin Davis via the draft a year ago. They still have uh, I like that pick, Montez Jamin Sweat. Davis. They still have. Chase Young and Chase Young injury, he has not been able to right. be who we thought he was going to be. Chase Sweat, I mean Chase Sweat, Chase Young, assuming he's healthy, is great. They're supposed to be great, right? That that defensive front is really scary if fully healthy, right? And you mentioned, Mont, you mentioned. Um, I mean, I don't think there's a better four than Young, Payne, Allen, and Sweat. Right. Like, I don't think you can get a better one across the line. So yeah, I mean, kind of similar to New York, right? Where you mentioned. Uh, uh, Leonard Williams and I put in Dexter Lawrence. You earlier you mentioned uh, Deron Payne, and I'm mentioning right now Jonathan Allen. These teams are just are are swimming in defensive front talent right now. 
And you really can say, that- I'll take this guy this week and this guy next week, and I won't have a problem with one of them being only great for one week at a time because they have so many pieces to, to help them on defense. And really, look at that division as a whole in that defensive line room. I mean, right. the Giants, you look at the Eagles. The Commanders, the mm-hmm. Eagles had the, arguably the best defensive line in NFL history this past season. Now I think players may be moving on, so that'll be different. Dallas, though, I mean, Demarcus Lawrence is good. Osa Odeguizia is good. I mean, they're obviously the fourth mm-hmm. of that division right now, but there's nothing to scoff at in Dallas either. Uh, the NFC East might be the home of the be- of the defensive line right. play in the NFL. I mean, I'm just going to say this. Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, at their position, combined for almost 20 sacks and 30-plus tackles for loss. I might power rank them right behind the Eagles. Based off of what the two of them, year. yeah, that those, and then the Giants are honestly probably right there as well. As yeah, far, yeah, 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 are concerned. Number six for me. Speaking of that Eagles defensive oh, line and an oh, old friend oh, of ours, oh, Tom, this ding, is ding, where ding. we both have Javon Hart. Yeah, absolutely. How could you not? I mean, Jay Wobble had the had the breakout year. I think you could have him even higher, and I wouldn't have pushed. Had back. the breakout year and then got the big contract from San Francisco. I mean, is he upgrading defensive? units right now well i think it's it's funny like the eagles might have had a better defensive line last year but now the switching of javon hargrave over to the niners i think the niners probably had like hargrave is the to piece lose a that, piece like but that. not only just lose a piece but lose the piece of the one defense who's competing with yours to be the best in your conference your best player on your defensive line just left to become the second best player on exactly. the Niners defensive line so that's terrifying and I think the one team that can afford to lose a guy like Javon Hargrave is the Eagles. Is the Eagles. Yeah, they're ready for right. it. Yeah. But it's not like the it's not like he was playing along. It was just him and Jonathan Allen or him and Dexter Lawrence. And I think they were kind of ready for him to move on too. Like I think they were recognizing he's probably pricing himself out, especially with this quarterback everyone we gotta else, pay. But and, also, yeah, everyone else on that team they have to pay. Yeah. So I think that they kind of knew the writing was on the wall with Hargrave. Especially it must be, the type of season he had. It just kind of occurred to me. It must even though to have that uncertainty at quarterback is a horrible thing, it must be kind of nice to not have to worry about paying a quarterback big money. Well, that's why you gotta hit those windows of four years once you draft right. them. Because that's that's but I'm, I'm just saying there. San Francisco, like what window do they have of four years? They're not they're not gonna have to pay Brock Purdy in even a couple if Trey of years. Lance plays well this year, they can really, you know, Scrutinize him in negotiations and be like, we weren't healthy well, ever. So yeah. Like, well, we're not going to you, you If you had deal. one good year, but you didn't even get on the field two so maybe other they years. they can benefit from that. As That's what well. I'm saying. Career high in sacks this year for Jay Wobble with 11. First yeah, time he's hit crazy. double digits. Um, him, and Bosa, him. him and Bosa are going to be a force. Good for in him. San Francisco. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Go all right, starting into the top five. Number five for me. This is where I have Vita Vea checking in. Oh, you had him. Five. Okay, yeah. Right at the top five. Moving. I think he was probably three or four last year for me. So moving down slightly. Again, just kind of overshadowed. And really always had, like, even when Tampa Bay was winning their Super Bowl and were the contender that they were, he was always an overshadowed part because it was the Brady's and the A.B.'s sure. yeah. and the Mike Evans. And then in defense, it was Devin White and Levante David. For sure. But Vita Vea deserves his flowers for what he did in those runs in Tampa Bay. And now, him and Devin White, and Mike Evans, but him, he is one of the better players left from those Super Bowl that From that Super, Super Bowl, Bowl team, team yeah. yeah. I agree, and like I said, I still respect him as a top 10 talent. Overall, I just... there, You'll see in our top 10, Tom, there's a lot of young guys, right? A lot of young guys. And so not to say that Vita Vea is getting to be older, but he's no longer among that... He's no longer that super young and super physically dominant guy. Right. There's guys who are... Just as physically dominant, maybe a couple more who are more so, and there are a lot, a lot of guys who are younger than he is. Your number five? My number five, cracking my top five or kicking off my top five, this is where I have Quinton Williams. Okay. I think we're going to be 4-3-2-1. Well, no, actually, spoiler alert, you told me that we're, we, yeah. we're different at the top. I bet we're the same at number four. But four, yeah. Go ahead. For Quinton Williams. Williams, again, that defense carried that team, right? Everyone was saying... You just get a good, you get a, a placeholder quarterback, and that defense can easily carry you into the playoffs. And honestly, Baker may, Mayfield maybe have been able to navigate that team to the playoffs. Right. It just certainly wasn't Zach Wilson, no, or Mike White, or, or Joe, Flacco. Joe Flacco. Although Flacco, Flacco might have had the best chance. At when it was I don't even. I, it, it wasn't Zach Wilson. That's all I know. But that defense is good enough to have carried the Jets team to the playoffs and maybe even like have like a first round upset against. Could if they got the right matchup potentially. Yeah, it, it was if they it, if they drew like a Baltimore potentially the best defense in the NFL. I mean, last year if they drew the Baltimore team or the Baltimore game or the Jacksonville game, I could easily see that defense stifling those two offenses. Yeah, me too. Um, Kansas City, no, they wouldn't have been ready for that. No, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Cincinnati. I think those three are off the table. Yeah. Seems to be the case for the foreseeable future yeah. when it comes to those for things. every team Being in the, in the NFL. Yeah, right. Uh, I like Quinn Williams being there. Like I said, I'm 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 as high on him as I am Christian Wilkins. Yeah, those two guys position. are going to be the future of that position. All right, I think our number four is the same. Same out of Tennessee. Yes, yeah, sir. Jeffrey Mr. Simmons. Jeffrey Simmons. Second time he's been on AP. Uh, second team this year. Back to back seasons, getting that honor. Um, he is still extremely young, and I think that that's something that people uh, kind of overlook. When it comes to Tennessee, is how great he is in the middle of that defense, and how much they're going to have him for the foreseeable future. Uh, eight and a half sacks in 2021, seven and a half sacks last year. Um, great against the run and very durable. Has only missed just a handful of games over the past three seasons for the Titans. So, outside of Derrick Henry, I think you make the case that he's the best player on Tennessee. Oh, I don't think there's a question, right? Is it possible that he passes Derrick Henry soon too? For the, the mm, top I don't know because didn't when we did our power rankings for him, he was still number one. I think he was still number one. And also, even if Henry does slow down, he's the face of that franchise until even after until they get rid of him. Even because after tires, there there though. could be malpractice in in Tennessee where they just say we have to move on, we have to reset. I don't know if that would be malpractice, but I get what you're saying. There might be some. You know, speed maybe bumps they, maybe in the maybe relationship they, maybe when he's playing I, for the Falcons. What I'm saying is maybe they move on to him 
too, too soon. Early. Too soon, yeah. But at the end of the day, he's a Titan for life and right. the best running back in franchise history. And that's a tough one, but I think he is. Yeah. There's Earl like Campbell. Eddie Ger- George, Earl okay. Campbell. He's better than them, though. Like I think a lot of people the who, old heads who are got cringing to, right now got to that, see Earl Campbell will play, will be yeah. mad at us for saying that, but Derrick Henry's better than him. Like I don't know what to tell you, old heads. Like it's just a fact. It's a fact. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Jeffrey Simmons checking in at number four. Such yeah. a phenomenal player for Tennessee. Yeah, right. And 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 a corner. And you had to put him there, right? Like you had, like there was no debate about it. It was not going to be like a you couldn't just because he's a a, a lesser name on a lesser team. You couldn't have put him in the top ten or the JDQMTC. All right, my number three. So this is where this is clearly where we're gonna separate. Lord forgive me for this one. This is where I have Cam Hayward yeah. checking in at number three. Lord forgive you. Look, Cam. Lord, beer you strength because it's not gonna be easy walking out of these studios and going back into Pittsburgh, knowing people like if they people, see me, people they know, see me driving. They're people knowing that road. you have Cam Hayward at number three. Yeah, I. Okay, three-time first-team All-Pro, another All-Pro second team in the middle there. I didn't make it last year. Was a Pro Bowler though last Which year. Which I think is still questionable. Yeah, but I mean these these next two guys as well are are pretty damn good and deserve you know Dan Son and Quinton Williams, our dude that was AP first-team All-Pro. I think deserves yeah deserve that. I, like I I agree with you that you know you could make the case for Cam to win one of those All-Pro spots, but you can't really argue against the guys that got it either. Like they're they're pretty solid. Um, Look, he was definitely number two <laughs> from the past five years, probably for me. Mm-hmm. But Chris Jones this year, spoiler alert, my number two is Chris Jones. He just had a season where he was runner up and defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give him his flowers this year. I'm going to put him a little bit in front of Cam. Cam could easily recatch him and, and, and get back to that number two spot. Uh, the, to me, one through three are all Hall of Fame elite level talents. Yeah. And I think Chris Jones really Is he your supplanted. Three, Chris Jones? No, Ooh. Chris Jones really supplanted himself as that third head among guaranteed Hall of Famers, right from this class this past year. This was his, even though he's been on the scene for so long. This was his breakout year among great seasons, right? It wasn't like he was having a bunch of good seasons, and then this was his first great season. He's been having great seasons throughout his career, and this was his first truly great Hall of Fame resume build, like stamping uh, season. Agreed. Chris Jones, I agreed with that for Chris Jones. So your number but three, my number three, three is Aaron Donald, just because it's it's a this year kind of thing, right? He was on retirement watch. He still technically could be on retirement watch. I think he's gonna play. I think he's gonna play this year. I just it's it's a weird thing just because you, you like he could have gone off into the sunset right after the Super Bowl win and now it's like what what kind of team is he returning to play for? I gave him the benefit of the doubt and spoiler alert kept him at number one on my list yeah. because he got hurt a lot last year and he only played in eleven games. He had five sacks in those eleven games that he played in. Uh, averaged a quarterback hit per game, so he was getting home at least once per game. Uh, so I, I extended him a little bit of a, an olive branch and said I. I think you'll when you're healthy, you'll be better. And honestly, it's rare to see Aaron Donald miss that much time. Yeah, I mean, he has played. He didn't miss a game since 2017 until last year. Right, he played in every game as a starter. And even that game, that season, he missed two. And then the two seasons prior to that, he played every game. And then played every game as rookie as well. So up until this past year, 
He missed two total games. Yeah, right. So he's an Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Like, and in that position too. Right. I mean, good lord, the good contact you're making to yeah, be able right. to play that. Way. So I, I gave him the benefit of that's the doubt. fair. So and then the, so Chris Jones two, Aaron Donald one for me. So my mine was Aaron Donald three, Cam two, Chris Jones one. I know we're it's about this year, but it's just I'm looking at Aaron Donald right now, and it's still hard to believe in 2018 he had 20 and a half sacks from the middle of the defensive line. Yeah, I mean that's just not. That's unheard That's of. That's not, I mean, he won Defensive Player of the Year, rightfully so, that year. Yeah, he's got four Defensive Player, or he's got two, three Defensive Player of the Years and a Rookie of the Year under his belt for a reason. Like, he, this this past season, too, 2022, Quentin mm-hmm. Williams was the first person to dethrone him as AP first team defensive lineman since 2015. From 2015 to 2021, Aaron Donald yeah. was first team All Pro at that spot. Was he second this year? No. He didn't, he just make, didn't make it at all. He didn't make it. Chris Jones made it as second team. Right. Which is weird because Chris Jones was higher than Quentin Williams in the, the voting for MVP, defensive player of the year, uh, yeah. defensive player of the year. So, but yeah, I, maybe it's the pit in me too, just the bias there. I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah, him. I mean, here's the thing: he, like we said, missed or played in eleven games, had statistically his like worst season of his career, but is still the top three guy in the league. You can't argue anywhere below that number. So either and where you put him at, three. I put him at three. You Cam two, Cam Chris two. Jones one. Make your case for Chris Jones being the king of the castle right now. Okay, well, like you said, ha- I, or like I like I mentioned earlier, has had a great has had a great career overall. And this year, I mean, without Chris Jones, I don't know, Tom, if the Kansas City Chiefs can beat the Bengals in that AFC Championship game. Mm, probably not. I mean, he. They don't need defense that much. No, in they don't. City. But they had to rely on him. They need him and like guys like Nick Bolton to make plays from time to time, though. And he he stepped up for them, big big time in that right. Cincinnati game. Uh, so I'll say this: career high in total tackles, career high in sacks, uh, two forced fumbles. Uh, where am I? Where else am I looking at? Uh, four passes defended. Just the guy could not do more for that team on an individual level. Did you miss any of our show today? Well, guess what? You can download full episodes of all of our SNR podcasts like The Drive, Steelers Blitz with Wes and Motes, our show The Steelers Standard, and many more podcasts. All of them are available on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. Maybe we'll have like more Steelers signings happening between now and Thursday. There's been enough of them that it wouldn't shock me if there's more to come. They're very active. Hopefully they're even more active and Hey, hey! Another week. Rogers is still a Packer, so maybe we'll finally get that trade. How long has it been out. since he went on the Pat McAfee show? Two, like, three weeks. Two to three weeks now. Yeah, and still a Green Bay Packer. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll have some update for you there when we record later this week. But thanks for giving us a listen today. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opperman. This has been the Steelers Standard. Getting ready to take on spring. Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.